Welcome, everyone, to episode 442 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Today's topic is going to be a Tito suggestion from last week. If anyone listened to last week's episode, uh, Tito Tito sent in a, a voicemail, and he asked us towards the end of it uh, a question that, that me and Will kind of answered a little bit la- uh, during last week's episode, but uh, we wanted to get more in-depth with it this week. Uh, it's just me and Eric talking about it. Unfortunately, Corey's supposed to be on until this morning. He's like, hey, guys, sorry, I can't make it. I've got a ton of stuff to to catch up on but uh we're gonna be talking about the elements uh we personally think make a good and or great game i think i think that's probably different for all of us uh like i said i, I wanted to have will write some stuff in i don't think he ever did at least not to this point but uh i forgot to remind him also earlier in the week so he's living the uh fast bachelor life right now fast bachelor life also the um the restaurant life he's in that yeah he's in the same thing yeah so uh he you know he's he's been busy which is good um but yeah that's gonna be our main topic eric do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode i have a couple movies that i've watched recently that i wanted to talk a little bit about um that are new new releases um i think that's probably it as far as what i've been up to Mm -hmm. i haven't played any new games as of recently so there hasn't been any anything major that's come out so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing I have to tease for later is I'm going to be talking ever so briefly about Temtem, which is the Pokemon MMORPG type game. Um, I I bought it uh, maybe a week ago, and I've, I've played for like an hour, hour and a half. Uh, not a lot, but I I, I may want to do an episode on it next week uh, if I can if I can get more time with it over the next next week or so, but. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only new thing I've played. So, um, yeah, let's get into the main topic. So, I guess we'll start off with Corey's email. Um, okay, we'll talk about what he has to say about it. Let's see. Uh, I had this called up, but of course, it's not up now. Corey, the wild card. Corey, the wild card. I think you I think you'll enjoy the last bit too, Eric. Okay, so Corey says, other than the simple answer of pixelated boobies, I'll outline some of the ways I think a game can be great with example games I feel fit the descriptions. Uh its artistry is unique to the video game medium. So he used Journey, Braid, and Brothers of Tale Two Sons as an example. Uh it's so emotionally jarring that you become more emph empathetic towards real world situations and he used that dragon cancer to the moon this war of mine and bury me bury me my love as examples um he said if you didn't have to eat sleep and work you wouldn't stop playing it uh he put mmorpgs as like a category uh and then he put fortnite and then civ series uh and then he put its created universe stands on its own as rich fiction he put Mass Effect series, Elder Scrolls series, and Bioshock series. Uh, for It's Insanely Fun, he put Rocket League, Smash Brothers series, and then most other Nintendo games. Uh, he put It Scratches the Creative Itch. He put Mario Maker, Terraria, and then SimCity and other builders. He put uh, you think you were, You'd Think You Were There, Red Dead Redemption, Breath of the Wild, Dragon Age Inquisition, and Horizon Zero Dawn. And then his last... Uh, last category is it makes you feel like a stud and he put portal super meat boy the witness and celeste 
said some games can fit in multiple multiple categories for sure and those would be amongst the greatest except for the last of us that game sucks <laughs> he spelled sucks s-u-x so uh, little little dig by Corey at the end man um so yeah one thing I, we'll, we'll start at the top here with, with Corey's. um it's artistry is unique to the video game medium and that's that's a that's a uh something i would like to explore more um he used journey braid and brothers uh, a tale of two sons uh really with those games like you can't experience the things that you experience in these games in any other medium you know you get, like you get, you can't make a journey movie and have it resonate the same way as it does the journey video game you know uh same yep. with braid and brothers a tale of two sons because a lot of it is uh individual to the person playing it um, you know, Brothers of Tale Two Sons is controlling the two characters simultaneously while 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 doing missions and like so control is a big thing, you know, in a lot of those. So I, I have that that was a that was a very interesting category Cord brought up. Yeah, I I like how he broke everything down like that. Um Journey, I think, is a great example for that uh, you know, unique video game and how you said, Dan, how it's different for everybody when they play it. Yeah. I remember when I played journey, um, and I kept coming across these people. I didn't at the time, didn't know that those were other humans. Yeah. You, you know, think they're NPCs. I was probably one of, you know, one of the only people that played it that didn't realize that, um, but, you know, that was my own experience. And had I known that I may have played it a little differently and tried to follow people around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I was definitely like bummed when those people left. Yeah. You know, it was kind of cool. Um, was it you that, that was playing with playing it with someone almost the entire or for a large chunk of the game. And then when you lost that person, you were really bummed. Was that your playthrough or was that Corey's? I think it was Corey. Okay. Yeah. I don't I remember, remember that being the case for me. I feel like I would remember that. Okay. Um, but yeah, journey was just such a, I, I've never played anything like journey. Yeah before or since mm-hmm. um and i think that is something about that game that really sets it apart from other games um but yeah so what's his next category uh it's so emotionally jarring that you become more empathetic towards real world real world situations mm. so i i don't feel like i've played too many games like the ones he was talking about right um maybe papers please i could put in that category mm-hmm. that's a good one. um it's kind of a look into, you know, how other countries operate or, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Immigration it, it, and yeah, that it, sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. It puts you, I, I think, was it, was it Tate that said this at one point? But one of the reasons he likes video games is being put in situations as a person that, yeah. you know, because you're playing the game, you're that much more emotionally tied to what's going on in it than if you're just passively watching a movie or passively watching a, a TV mm-hmm. show. So it makes it that much more uh, meaningful of an experience. And that was one he of the things had... he liked about video games. Yeah, he had To the Moon in there, I imagine. To the Moon, yep. To the Moon, That Dragon Cancer, This War of Mine, and what was the last one? Uh, Bury Me, My Love. Yeah, so I actually have have played two of those to the moon and this war of mine they're Mm -hmm. they're both awesome i think to the moon is probably the best example here yeah um i wouldn't necessarily i mean it's not you know yeah you you play it for the story you play it for play it for the feels right uh and i am also not gonna touch that dragon cancer really don't think i could do that yeah yeah i'm i am so soft after having a kid like 
I, yeah, kid, no yeah, kid stuff just just brings out the feels, especially especially as it relates to to the events in that game, you know. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna play that either. Yeah. But I think that's another good, uh, really good category that Corey brings up. Something that you can get emotionally tied to. Yeah. Uh, then if you don't have to eat, sleep, and work, you wouldn't stop playing it. I. I personally have probably experienced that. I would say Skyrim. Mm -hmm. I would say, oh, probably EverQuest. He said MMOs as a category. Yes, I mean, that makes perfect sense. You know, just those games, if it's all you can really think about after you sit down and play it. Now, granted, I haven't had that in quite a while, Mm -hmm. but I remember back in my heyday of video games, like I, I would say Skyrim is probably the one that I was like, just could not stop playing yeah um yeah and i again i feel like this is something that's unique to video games i mean you don't hear of people getting blood clots because they're sitting and watching you know a movie series netflix i mean yeah people binge watch netflix but like people don't die from doing a netflix binging from what i gather uh but no. you know video game people they'll they'll be you know someone will play world of warcraft for 48 hours straight and like die right. in their chair not a good yeah. not a good thing but it, i i think that's <laughs> something that's probably unique to video games yeah i i think it's because uh, you know you watch a netflix you all can almost do it passively mm-hmm. um and you can do that too with some video games but not ones that you're really into like that yeah. so you, you, even though you probably could just pause it and come back it doesn't feel like it when you're playing it you're like oh i gotta do this next thing i gotta yeah or if you're gonna finish this quest and yep. then you get 10 more quests when you're doing that one it's like oh my god how am i gonna get off now or if you're if you're you know camped at a loot site and you can't let anyone else get there because they might get the piece of loot no, that you need you gotta get the sweet loot yeah, yeah so that's that's the next one. Uh, insanely fun. Rocket League. Sma- oh, no. It's created universe stands on its own as rich fiction. Mass Effect series, Elder Scrolls series, Bioshock series. Yeah, for me, this one isn't as much. Um, I'm not really a story, story-driven story video game player. I'm more looking. I, I think I'm probably more in the fun yep. uh, category. Uh, there have been a couple games, though, that the story has gotten me into. Bioshock being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was actually um, this was my biggest category, and I that was the most common thread amongst all the games that I had on my because I revisited my top ten list to see like mm. see if I could find some common elements amongst uh, amongst the games that I had on my top ten list, and then games that I like in general. Uh, and the the world building was was a huge factor in probably eight out of the ten games that mm. I have on my top ten list. Uh, and I think of the pieces of fiction that I like outside of video games, uh, things like uh, Game of Thrones and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings uh, all have, you know, excellent world and universe building uh, that it's almost more interesting. The stuff that happens not inside the main story, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's what else is going on in the world or what happened in the past. Uh, that's 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 more interesting of, uh, oftentimes than what's happening, like I said, in the movie or TV show. Um so that that was an important an important thing for me uh, and definitely was was on my list. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I should have looked at my top ten. When when Tito asked that question, there were two games specifically that came to mind to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I should have looked back at my list. I know Last of Us is is one. I have your list right here. Oh, you do. Up. Yep. This is your most recent one. 
Okay. Uh, oh, well, that's not. Let me scroll down. Okay, so your most recent list from episode 400. No, I guess I didn't take them down. Okay, this is going to be 300 then. Uh, okay. Bloodborne, Mario 64, Metal Gear Solid 5, Skyrim, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Halo 1, Heavy Rain, Journey, Last of Us, Rocket League. Rocket League at number one. Okay. So Journey was very heavily story-driven yep. and character-driven. Last of Us. Last of Us, same thing. Uh, there's, a, so there's, a, there's a couple on there. Skyrim. Yeah, sort of. That's more the world, I would say, than... Okay, yeah. I guess that's... What was what was the category? He, how did he title it? Uh, pieces of fiction that, that stand on their own as great pieces of fiction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you I probably it? do appreciate it more than I honestly realize. Right. <laughs> Created universe stands on its own as rich fiction. Yeah. So... Uh, so, I mean, Bloodborne is another one on here, but that's not the only element of Bloodborne that makes it great. It has an awesome yeah. world and yeah. What, yeah, probably one of the most unique worlds in any any video game, uh, but also has great gameplay. So you yes. have a lot of uh, gameplay games on here, uh, okay. which are a couple of the others on my on my list, uh, like yeah. Rocket League. That's gameplay uh, and right. the, the fun thing. Um, uh, Heavy Rain, that's story. Halo, that's gameplay. Call of Duty, gameplay. Right, yep. uh, Metal Gear Five so, gameplay, Mario sixty four's yeah. fun and gameplay. Yeah, yeah, Metal Gear Five story is off the wall. No, <laughs> it I, makes no sense. I didn't care about that. No. Uh, so yeah, next on Corey's list is, oh, where was it? Insanely fun Rocket League, Smash Brothers series, most other Nintendo games. Yeah, I mean that's you know those kind of party games or like. You know, any of the Mario games, really. Yep. Um, that's that's what's great about them, is they're just a blast to sit down and play. And I think one of the things that's appealing about those games, too, is you don't have to... You don't feel like you have to set aside three or four hours to accomplish something. Yep. That's something I've really come to appreciate in video games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Smash Brothers being one of the ki- one of the games we play with my kids just about every night. It's, we usually alternate yeah. between Smash Brothers and Mario Party because, yeah, you can play them in, in short piecemeal sessions. Right. Uh, Fortnite's another one. You know, if you don't play 10 matches, you could do two or three mm-hmm. matches in, in half an hour, you know, and, yeah. and feel like you accomplish something or crushing defeat, you know, however, yeah. however it pans out. <laughs> uh, Scratch is yep. a creative itch, Mario Maker, Terraria, SimCity, and other city builders. I do appreciate those. I have a harder time getting involved in those because I don't. I'm not. I just don't feel like I'm very creative. Right. Um. But I do appreciate what they bring to the table. Yeah. Um. In Mario Maker's case specifically, I like to because uh, I'm the same as you. I don't necessarily go for the creative type games, but I like to. Uh, I like that Mario Maker gives you a chance to experience other people's creativity. Uh, whereas maybe not as much Terraria and then SimCity. Mm-hmm. You can a little bit. You can watch YouTube videos or download like uh, Terraria. You can do mods and stuff, but uh, Mario Maker really streamlines the whole being able to experience other people's creativity. Another game like that would be uh, um, oh, the one with Sackboy for P- the PS4. Or was it PS3? Oh, shit. The platformer. What the heck was it called? I just Little re- Big World? Little Big World, yes. Little big planet. I've never even played it. <laughs> little bit. Little big little, planet. Little big planet. Little big planet. Yes. Okay. Okay. Little I'm glad planet. we thought of it because I didn't want to have to look it up. So yeah, but yeah, that, I mean that's another game that does the same thing. You can experience other people's creativity. Minecraft is another one where yeah. if you're not creative on your own, you can still experience other people's uh, 
crazy creativity. Um, Fortnite think, in a way. Fortnite in a way. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the some the, some people have really cool custom game types. Yeah. And I didn't even know you could do that until I was watching one streamer was doing a like a practice thing that practices edits and then shotgun blasts for like for uh, box battles. Okay. It's like, oh, my God. And, uh, and then I looked and, yeah, there's tons of different like game types. You could st- stuff people made that you can play. Yeah. I don't, it's crazy. Uh, next category. You think you think you were there. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, Breath of the Wild, Dragon Age Inquisition, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I think Red Dead stands out for me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really is like being a cowboy, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's an incredible game. It's probably, um, other than maybe like a simulator game, it's probably a game that puts you into its world and makes you live in the world better than any other game I can think of, you know? I completely agree. It does a fantastic job. That's what I really feel like I need to revisit. Oh, me too. I always think about it, and then I'm like, ah, I'll just play FIFA. <laughs> yeah. Single player FIFA. Single player oh FIFA. It's, it's a little depressing. Uh, it makes you feel like a stud. Portal, Super Meat Boy, The Witness, and Celeste. Yeah. I don't think I get that feeling. So, so Celeste is the only one of those games that I've played. Okay. Um, I don't think I get that feeling from it, but I do love a game that's that's really challenging, even though I don't necessarily have the time to put it into it anymore. But like, you know, back when I played Dark Souls 2, Celeste, um, I know that's a pretty recent game, but um, those games, there's just something about those really difficult games when you finally beat something. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't say it makes me feel like a stud. It's just like you're just overcoming this thing that has just been a thorn in your side for yeah. however long you've been trying to beat it. And it's just, it's such a great feeling. Yeah. And it makes you think like, how often does that happen? Like in your everyday life? Yeah. Probably not that often. I would say no. in most people's lives, <laughs> overcoming a significant obstacle like that is probably something that rarely happens if ever happens. Yeah. Uh, so to be able to, like, that's not a feeling you get that often. So you know, but like you, like you said, a level that you've tried a hundred times or like a, a Sekiro to use last year's example. Yeah. You know, you finally beat a boss after trying for two or three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes you wonder, like, could you, you probably could if you were a little more disciplined, but could you put that, that, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That, that drive into your everyday life. And you probably could, um, but I'm too lazy. Yeah, me too. So. <laughs> Plus the real world, real world clock just catches up with you every day. Yeah. You know, yep. you just run out of time. <laughs> that is very true. You go to bed. Time is the most precious resource. Yeah. Without question. Uh, that was his last thing. Some games can fit multiple categories for sure. Okay. And those would be among the greatest, except for the last of us. That game. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I like what he did there. That was yeah. cool. Okay. Eric, let's talk about your thoughts. What makes a great yeah. game for you? So there were two games specifically that came to mind as soon as the question was posed to me, one being Rocket League and one being Red Dead Redemption. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I love, there's a lot I love about Rocket League, but but I think the thing that really does it for me in that game is that's like my competitive outlet, Uh you know, Yep. because I'm too fat and old to play any real sports. (laughs) 
or you know anything else really competitive i'm not good enough at any other games that's the one that i well fifa i'm decent at but i just get more enjoyment out of rocket league so i think it it's a great competitive outlet for me and that's what keeps me coming back to that game and it just never ever gets old Mm -hmm. just winning that that small competition and just that boost that it gives you you know that great feeling that we're talking about yeah um and that's you know on top of it just being super fun great to play with other people all those sort of things but i think the competitive nature of it is really what uh, sets that apart for me so and going back i got thinking about this when you were telling me my top 10 list the reason that halo is on there and call of duty modern warfare the first one is on there is the same reason yeah it was the competitive nature of the game and call of duty modern warfare i was really really good at and that's that's what made it fun for me is the competitiveness of it and just racking up kills with the sniper rifle and i just got so so much joy out of that and same same kind of thing with halo just the competitiveness and when when we always used to get together and play like down in jared's basement and just have a blast but it was also you know get competitive and you know friendly banter going on Uh it's that's what that's what i love about those games just the it's great um, and Rocket League too, I'll, I'll say, uh, yeah. it controls fabulously. And I think that's yeah. important. I think if it didn't control as well as it did, it might not necessarily be as popular. It's also one of those games that's, uh, easy to learn, you know, minute mm-hmm. to learn lifetime to master type of games, yep. you know, uh, cause you it's can fun sit, to watch too. It, it's fun to watch it cause it's, it's easy to understand. Like, yep. um, I think back to a time when I watched, uh, was it Overwatch maybe, or maybe Heroes of the Storm when they were doing like tournaments and stuff. Overwatch is really hard to follow if you're watching as watching as like an esport. Yeah. Um, even as someone who's played the game and who kind of knows what's going on, like it's just, it's hard to watch. Whereas Rocket League, I think anyone could watch Rocket League and understand like what's yeah. you know you're trying to score a goal, it's soccer with cars. Like it's right, you know. Uh, but but the the skill ceiling is is also unbelievable for it oh, too. Super high. So yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. Um, so then also Red Dead Redemption 2 came to mind. Now, I did not like the first Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I, and I'll be the first to admit, I didn't give it a super big chance because I just was so turned off. Now, I should say I played this well after it first came out. So, you know, many other games had come out that had improved upon things that probably could be done better and were done better in the second one. Um, so you know, Red Dead 2 was kind of fresh to me. And that was honestly the first game that I thought of when he posed that question, Mm -hmm. because the things that make that game great. And that I think about other games, you know, that have been great in my opinion, I would kind of make Witcher three looped into this a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with Red Dead, it's a few things. It's the characters. Yeah that really draw you in even even like this the side characters that just are at your camp that you talk to yeah, every now and that, again that you kind of make a relationship with even, yeah even not 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 trying to make really just but you're talking to them and you're like okay yeah. kind of know this character now like i literally i would just stop and talk to them and i don't do that in video games yeah you know but that game i did and i think it's just because they did such a great job of like we were talking about earlier let's like sinking you into that world yeah you know and one one of the cool things they do with that too is like okay so you think your your camp followers are essentially are they're just like side characters but then like you'll go on a mission and you'll just take one of them with you 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't remember what the character it was, but the, the, there was a female character that that mm-hmm. joined you and shot up a bunch of people outside mm-hmm. of the town. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I never really paid any attention to this character outside of having conversations with her. I, you know, and then she helps you shoot up a town and kind of yeah. becomes one of your gang members. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I, I think that the if you can create a world where the characters are interesting and really fit well into the to what's going on. Um, that definitely pulls you in more. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I think Red Dead does really well is even though some of the side stuff probably isn't all that meaningful, like hunting and things of that nature, I think it does a really good job of making it feel meaningful and making it feel like it's worth your time to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think that's something that a lot of games could probably learn something from. You know, because there's a lot of games that have side quests and you know, a lot of stuff that you can do, but it feels like filler usually. Yeah, it does. That's the thing. It's, it doesn't feel like it means anything. It's just there to be there and make the game another 10 hours longer, you know, whereas red dead, I felt I did. I never had that, that thought. I was always excited to see, you know, what was coming next. Um, so I think those are the things for me that, that make a really good game. Okay. And like I was saying with Witcher, I didn't beat Witcher, but um, as much of it as I did play, the side stuff in that was fantastic. Yeah. And and again, characters. Yeah. I mean, great cast of characters. The Bloody Baron was one of my favorite characters ever. Yeah. Um, and his his quest was amazing. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Different world, obviously, very different world, but like it's the same. Really great side quests that are meaningful, and just a great cast of characters. Mm-hmm. So that was that was really what came to mind for me. Okay, yeah, um, I, I'm with you on the on the great cast of characters. So uh, again, I'll bring up my my top ten list: favorite game of all time, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, Final Fantasy VI is two, Mass Effect two is three, Witcher three is four, Guild Wars two is five, Crusader Kings two is six, Mario Kart eight is seven, Final Fantasy Tactics is eight, Bioshock Infinite is nine, and Stardew Valley is ten. Um, as I said, uh, of the most common thread amongst all these games is interesting uh, world building for me. Uh, Mario Kart Eight would be would be factored into the gameplay. You know, great game, great gameplay, great racing, uh, easy online, which I also like. Um, uh, let's see, Guild Wars Two, interesting world gameplay. That's also there. Uh, Mass Effect Two, the great the gameplay was greatly improved over the first one. Breath of the Wild, great world, great gameplay um final fantasy 6 great world although that game kind of pr- holds up pretty well for being i guess it's 25 years old now wow which is insane old <laughs> enough to drink old enough to drink um so yeah that was that was really my 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 take on the on the whole thing i, I mean it's got to be got to be world building for me is the most most important thing um with with story and characters kind of going along with with the world building um so little bit of great gameplay in there you know but yeah that's fairly simple on my part <laughs> yeah well i mean me too I, I i like competitive games and i like characters and meaningful side stuff yeah <laughs> you know and you break it down yeah um so i mean that's do you have any other thoughts what makes a great game no no i don't think so i think i think Corey did a great job of kind of breaking it down into some different categories there yeah Yes, I indeed. wish he was here to chat about it. I know. 
because I'd love to tease him a little bit too. Well, I would have liked to have refuted his last statement about oh, the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that I mean that had great story and characters. So the so. biggest breaking yeah. up. I mean, the beginning of that amazing. Yes. You hear me? Yeah. Yep. You're good. All right. You're breaking up for a second. Yeah. The, be- the beginning of that game was amazing. Yeah. Heart wrenching. Yeah. I actually saw a post recently on Instagram about uh, the end of the game with the surgeons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're either the type of person that shot them or the type of person that didn't shoot them. Like, of course, yeah. I shot them, and I didn't course, feel yeah. the slightest bit bad about it either. Oh my, my God, no! They were trying to murder a I, child. I, I, yeah. So gotta take them out. Yeah, I was. I was also wary of their credentials. They might not have been actual like surgeons and just people who, you know, maybe it was right. like a, a, a retired EMT. You know, not a surgeon. <laughs> surgeon, and they were going to yeah. botch the surgery anyway. Yeah. Like, well, how would you yep. do that? Yeah, gotta take them out. Yeah. All right. Nibble bits. Uh, I got some new stuff right here. I don't know if you saw this, Eric. This was just announced this afternoon. Um, but oh. Nintendo is releasing an Animal Crossing Switch. And if you haven't seen pictures of it, it's quite something. Is it nice? It is very nice. So it's got, I'll you know, the, the dock, uh, instead of being black, is white uh, with some blue water on the on the, on the the bottom. And then it's got an island with a couple characters. I don't know Animal Crossing, like, at all. I played... You know Tom Nook? I know of Tom Nook, yes. Um, but that, that's about it. And then there's like a teal and light blue joy cons for the left and right. And it's got like C-Net. a design on the back. CNET's headline. Nintendo's new animal crossing switch is super chill. Super chill. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good description. It is it. a good description. Oh yeah. That's kind of, you know, I mean, if I, you're into animal crossing, I like it. Yeah. I like the color scheme. Um, I, you know what I, I like I, about I, it. What's that? I like that. It's simple. Yeah. You know, they didn't like just plaster a bunch of characters on the front of it. Yep. Yeah, like it's it. it's it's minimalist design yep. there. Um, I love that. Yeah, and the white dock is actually like really cool looking. I wouldn't mind yeah. just having a straight white dock. That's a that, nice that, look. That would be awesome. Um, so yeah, that's cool. I mean, it'll be three hundred dollars when it comes out, no doubt. <laughs> uh, it's they wrote, just looking at it lowers my heart rate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, that's good stuff. That's great. Uh, so people people were psyched for that. There's some what. Pe- Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. When does Animal Crossing come out? Um, March 20th? March 20th. Here's the thing about Animal Crossing. I don't get it. I uh, really don't. I've never gotten yeah. what the draw is to it. But with that said, it's probably a game I could get into these days. Yeah, definitely. I, I, again, I don't know how it works. I very briefly played Animal Crossing. Was it New Leaf? Whatever whatever one was on 3ds, we owned. I, I bought it for my wife, mm-hmm. uh, but didn't didn't end up playing it for more than a few minutes for whatever reason. But again, it's a series that I want to get into, and I'm going to get this one. When it you comes are, out. maybe I'll yeah. get it then. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get it. I don't know what kind of multiplayer stuff they that multiplayer stuff they have, but I think that anything I, like that. I think you can like cool. visit each other's towns and. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't really like. I said I, I'm very confused about what animal crossing is yeah but the people that love it are obsessed oh, with yeah. it obsessed super into it obsessed with it so it's got uh, a following yeah and they all seem to be pretty excited for what's coming so uh i but... think animal crossing is the buffalo bills of video games gotcha okay great Die hard the fans, fans love it love it 
but everybody else is like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good comparison. Um, yeah, so the uh, looking forward to that. Um, apparently, EA teased that more Switch games are coming. Don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan, the uh, only bit of news I saw was that Tecmo Bowl is coming to the Switch. Yeah, it's like the an original. Up- yeah, it Is looks it like it's it's got different graphics from what I saw. And I don't okay. know if that was just a screenshot from a different game that they were using to stand in place. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see Tecmo Super Bowl come out because that was yeah. my favorite Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Because um, that had a lot more uh, customizability with like rosters and stuff because you mm. could change your positions and there was injuries and all that fun stuff. Christian Okoye was unstoppable. Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah, yeah. I, I, out of curiosity, because the Super Tecmo Super Bowl popped into my mind like a week ago, uh-huh. and uh, it might have been because of that, because of that that article. <laughs> look at the but I was like, I'm gonna look up Christian Akoya because I have not heard that name in probably twenty dead? years. I don't think he's dead. No, um, but I looked. He had like he he played running. He was running back for like three years. That was it. Only three years? Yeah. Um, he had a lot of injuries. Wow. So maybe might have been four, but he had like one good year where he was, uh, uh, he had like <laughs> 1,200 yards carries, carrying or whatever. You could have um, told me that he was a, like an eight year pro bowler and yeah. I would have believed you. Yeah. No, he played for three or four years and then uh, had injuries cut his, his career short. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I never would have guessed that because, you know, he was a monster in that game. And I just remember remember hearing about him a lot, you know, in the early 90s or whatever. Oh, man. Comprehensive guide to player attributes in Tecmo Super Bowl for NES. Yeah. Comprehensive guide. Oh, yeah. There's 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 still leagues for it. Might, is it really? that one? Yeah. I've downloaded a, for the emulator, like roster updates. So it had current rosters, but it was oh, Tecmo that's Super awesome. Bowl. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was also unstoppable. Randall McDaniel. <laughs> oh, geez. This is amazing. All right. Other news. Uh, crap. I meant, again, I always mean to have a couple uh, a couple things. Nintendo game, mobile games reportedly gross over $1 billion. Which is wow. surprising because they have don't have a great track record, but a vast well, majority of that is from Fire Emblem Heroes. Actually. I was going to say I saw something, I saw a some sort of bar graph or something yeah. uh, that that was far and away the biggest earner. Yeah, I think that was two thirds of that billion dollars. Yeah, so, or something crazy like. Did that. Did you ever get into that game? Yeah, I played it quite a bit when it first came out, and then I tried to replay it on Reefer's recommendation. Okay, um, but I like I can't play a mobile game more than. I, a week tops yeah uh, so i played it yeah. for a little bit and then and then deleted it but not because i didn't like it i felt like i was too far behind there's all this new stuff that i didn't know what yeah. was going on so I, as i didn't have the patience to to parse it all out so sure makes sense all right what else we got news i don't i want to have something non-nintendo but <laughs> nintendo stuff always Why bother just, it catches my eye every time yeah. and i kind of gloss over everything else here's something non-nintendo all right let's hear it tecmo bowl is also going to ps4 oh okay go. perfect ow so dan just since yep. we brought it up christian okoye yeah was the ninth ranked running back on tecmo super bowl really behind any guesses 
You know uh, a couple of these guys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't even was Dave Meggett the Giants running back back then? Meggett. Rodney Hampton? Oh no. Anderson? I see. Okay, so there are four Giants running backs on here. Okay. Dave Meggett is one of them. Okay. Otis Anderson. Otis, Otis Anderson. I couldn't come up with his he first name. He was the highest ranked one. Yeah. Okay. Thurman Thomas. Oh, Thurman. Th- okay. Bo Jackson, Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, of course. Got some big names on that list. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. This is so cool. <laughs> I'm going to close of... it because I'll just sit here and talk about <laughs> That's it. That's a piece of history right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Popular Farming Sim is free to claim this week. So uh, I think I've talked about it before, but if you have a PC that you play games on at all, download the Epic Games client and get the free games this week. It's uh, it's it's uh, what is it? Farming Simulator? Farming Simulator 19 for free. 19. Uh, once a week, they do a free game. I've gotten some really good games out of their out of their deal. So uh, if you ever game on PC, just get it. It's free. So there is no reason not to. Mm. I've been tempted by Farming Simulator before. Is that weird? No, not at all. They're fun games. Uh, yeah. But I, it's kind of relaxing. I, it is relaxing. And I think one of them is on the Switch. Oh, really? I think the most I think Farming Simulator 19 might be on the Switch, huh. which I'm always going to prefer that over. Oh, my God. Yes, just because it's easier to play. Uh, all right. I want to get one more one more thing in news before we move on. More bit of news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dang it. Got to be something here. Yeah, I'm out of the loop. Yeah, I haven't been that into the news loop lately. I usually try to keep up on it, but I've just been behind on everything. I've just been seeing like some game delays and Yeah. That's really about it. Uh dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. One more. Come on, one more. One more news story. Alright, I guess I guess I'll go with another Nintendo thing. Uh for those that, that haven't heard, Byleth is now available in Smash Brothers. Byleth, of course, the is the main character in uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, we kind of talked about this in the chat. Um, I think you and Corey, yeah, this would have been a good conversation. Yes, have. yes, it would. Um, you, you, I think you and Corey are right. Uh, not a very exciting or sexy pick for Smash Brothers, but they did have to ha- have to have Three Houses representation. I would have preferred it was one of the other characters in there, like Quad maybe, or Edelgard is kind of like the face of the game, so I would have preferred one of those two to be the character, but uh, Will's played Byleth. I have not had a chance. Will said Byleth is a fun character to play. I've read Byleth is a fairly simple character to play, so I'll be interested when I finally get to to test out right him, up my alley. him and or her. Um, so, And then, I don't know when this happened, but as of, I checked today, and you can download, you can pay for the second fighters pass for the next couple days ago i think that came characters. Out. okay yeah maybe it was in in tandem with the the byleth release but i think yeah. it was um yeah it's all the characters are supposed to be out before the beginning or into the beginning of 2021 so over the next 12 13 14 months there's going to be six new characters in smash brothers so now do you think there will be any more fire emblem characters <laughs> I I have no idea. I I hope not, only because I don't want Smash Brothers to get hate hated on for it because I don't I don't think that's fair necessarily. Um, again, I would like to maybe they'll do like clone characters, uh, like skins for Byleth that are other 
three houses characters that would be okay um but yeah i don't know it's it's hard to know what they're gonna what they're gonna do ultimately i would like to see other franchises be in there yeah ultimately um and like i said maybe a skin that's a different character for for byleth or one of the other fire emblem characters to make them be three houses characters sure uh yeah eric how's how's your week pretty good um geez i have a couple things to talk about as far as uh, what's been going on with me um mostly movies i've seen two movies recently that i absolutely loved mm-hmm. um i saw the joker uh, my wife and i watched that a couple weeks ago that movie you haven't seen it dan no i have right? not it is so good i, I plan oh on seeing it it's it's a it, you know what it, you know what just popped into my head it's a slow pace like i feel like deliberately almost like red dead mm-hmm. you know yeah it's a slow burn and it's not so a good example so i told another one of my buddies who's like a younger guy he's really into like action flicks and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, i told him how good it was and i don't know if because it was a batman character he was expecting it to be like over the top action yeah you know yeah uh he texted me and he goes, when does this movie get good? And really? I was like, what are you talking about? Dude, this the movie's fantastic, but it's more of like a, it's a thought provoking movie. I prefer At least that it was for me. Oh, so do I. Yeah, absolutely. It, it really makes you think about, you almost feel bad for the Joker. Yeah. Towards the end of it. I know Corey said his fiance felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, just really tough upbringing that would probably mess just about anybody up sure you know yeah um but it makes you think about i, I love stuff like this that makes you think about yeah, again like putting yourself in somebody else's shoes you're making you think about how other people may have been dealt like just a shitty hand in life and you know what that can do to them but that's what that movie did to me and i did just i thought it was amazing yeah joaquin phoenix is great oh yeah he's, he's a He's got a few screws loose anyway, I think. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, he was a good he was definitely a well cast uh for that role. Nice. Um so I saw that. And then today actually I took my mom to see nineteen seventeen at uh the Alamo Draft House, uh-huh. which I freaking love that movie theater. But uh that that theater is awesome. I have never before going to Alamo have I made a point to be at the theater early because they show the coolest stuff before the movie starts. Okay. And it's always, you know, tied into whatever the movie is like star Wars. They had some just wacky ass, like star Wars videos, like Uh that people have made and like just some cool stuff, but so not disappointed again, just they, they played this thing that just sets the tone for the movie. Just like freaking like somber poem that somebody wrote about, world war one and it just god it just sets the tone so well and then they always have like somebody come in and say like now's the time to turn your cell phone off uh-huh. so it was like this military drill sergeant dude comes up on the screen because it's a war movie uh it, it, they just do it so well but anyway to the movie um now i don't I don't know if it was actually shot in one take okay. or if they, they did something. I don't know. T- Tito would actually probably be a really good person to talk to this about. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they did, but it's it's made to look like it was all shot in one take. Like okay. you're just following them along the journey. Gotcha. Um, I actually had the movie spoiled 
before I went to see it. Oh, that sucks. It's yeah, it it did, but it wasn't like it's not like a it's not one of those movies that if you hear what happens, you're not going to go see it. Like, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't a huge deal. But this guy literally sat there and told me the entire story. And I was like, dude, I just told you I was going to go see it. Like, <laughs> why uh, would you anyway, do that ever? Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't want to spoil anything, but it's uh, it focuses on two two uh, uh, British soldiers um, that get sent on a mission to stop an attack, mm-hmm. basically. Um. Yeah, I, I don't really feel like I can say too much without whereabouts giving anything away. Whereabouts is, does it take place? Like what? 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 Country? I think it's in France. France, okay. Yeah, it's in France. Yeah, gotcha. it is definitely in France. I can't remember the names of the cities. Uh-huh. If you said it, I'd probably know it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know off the top that. of my head. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's just man. I'll t- like I said before. I I've gotten really soft in my older age, especially after I had a kid. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't even really have anything to do with kids. It's just more about like family and just being in war in general and what those guys went through. Yeah. Oh my God. No, thank you. But I, no, no, definitely not. I'll take my I just comfortable have, life. Yeah. I just have such a respect for that. And I just was like on the edge of my seat the whole time. And it, it, I just really can't say enough great things about it. Just phenomenal. I've heard great Phenomenal things about movie. it. I, I told you once it's once it's did available digitally, that's when I'm going to buy yeah. it right away and watch right away. Oh, um, because I I want to see it so bad. Being a, into yeah. history like I am too, so yeah, yeah, you'll you'll love it, Dan. It's fantastic. It's it can be. A, I, I had some tears in my eyes at the end mm-hmm. and a couple times during. It was just so good. Nice, but yeah. So I've been watching a lot of great movies. Um, my wife and I are having another baby. Yeah, yeah. So that that's going on. Yeah, you did announce that on a previous episode. Oh, did I? Yes. Jeez, I didn't even know. It's yep. been so long it since I've been, been on. I feel like. Uh, All right, yeah, well, I think I think it was, it I think it was before Christmas. We're having a girl. I didn't announce that. Okay, nice. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, we were hoping for a girl. So that's that's new news as of I don't know last week or the week before. Uh-huh. Um, so that's exciting. That's really all I've got going on. Other than work, but yeah, I've been really excited about the movies I've been watching. And also, a TV show I've been watching, Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. Familiar that with is that. really funny. Yeah, big, I've heard big good things. Fan. You know Eugene Levy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's him. His son is also in it. He plays his son in the movie or in the uh, TV show. Okay. His daughter is also in it. She does not play his daughter in it, but she's the um, diner waitress. Uh-huh. It's it's a great great show. I really, really enjoy it. I, it's one like it's I wouldn't put it up there with the office, but it's one like the office where I could probably just keep rewatching it and not get tired of it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Love the characters. The son is my favorite character. Nice. It's just he's so good. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. A lot of good entertainment I've been watching. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Uh I've got a couple things. Um I also have an announcement. That me and my wife are also expecting child, uh, baby number five, Mirtha five, Ooh. as we've been calling it. So, um, God bless you, dude. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, so we actually found out we found out the morning of Extra Life was when she got her first first test. So anyone that watched that, uh, I had poker face the entire time because I'm sure I didn't <laughs> let up that I just found out that my wife was was pregnant again. So. 
Uh, yeah, but yeah, due in July. Probably it'll be born the end of June, early July, if I if I had to guess. So because all of our kids have been early. Um, but yeah, it's it's exciting. We're we're hoping for you a girl to find too. out what you're having. Yeah, yeah. I don't like surprises. Me either. I like to be mentally prepared for for whatever it is. So. Um, they're 99% sure it's not twins. That's ne- good. Never a hundred percent. Um, next ultrasound would be when we would find out if it was twins. Cause they missed, yeah. they missed one of my twins. The first, the first ultra, was it the first or second ultrasound? The first you know, when, when, when my twins were mm-hmm. before they were born. So, uh, cause we found out more than halfway through the pregnancy that, that, the that we were having twins. Oh yeah. Big that surprise. anatomy ultrasound is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was little the bones. Technology, yeah. And then you remember that that baby cool. is like a pound. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Not once even. they get, I don't know, know the number, but once they get to a certain age, they're like fully grown and they just put on weight after that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot earlier than I expected. Like yeah. 20 weeks or something. And then they just yeah. put on weight. I don't, I don't know the exact cutoff, but it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so yeah, it's excited. All, all the whole family's excited. We're having, we're hoping to have a girl too. I don't know if I said that. Um, because yep. we only have one in a sea yeah. of wieners at my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, the you know we're we've been working on potty training with the twins uh, a lot. Li- not well. Um, a, a <laughs> lot later, like my, uh, my son and my daughter were like little, like two, two and a half. Uh, my first two, but the the twins just weren't ready for it, and now yeah. we're they're still not ready for it. But uh, diapers are are only oh, at you're nighttime. Ready for it. I'm ready for it. Diapers diapers are only at night, uh, and and I have to wash a million pairs of pee underwear in a day. Oh so. god! But you know we, the, uh, the times that they do make it, it's so nice. We so we haven't necessarily started. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were thinking about it because one day he told us he had to go potty. Mm-hmm. We put him on the toilet and he peed. I couldn't believe it. Nice. It was almost out of nowhere. I couldn't yeah. believe it. Mm-hmm. Hasn't done it since. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. He just wants to sit on the toilet and ask for toilet paper. <laughs> gotcha. And that's all he wants to do. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Uh, one of the twins is a lot better at potty training than the other. And... um. Marlo was really not a good potty trainer. It took her months. So, yeah, that's what I have going on. I don't think I have anything else of interest to talk about other than that. So, well, I'm looking forward to you seeing those movies, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure um, you'll like them. 1917 definitely will be like as soon as it comes out, I'll buy it and watch it. The Joker, I'll probably just wait for like a deal. Um, yeah, but I do want to see it. Um. All right. Let's get into what we played, Eric. What have you been playing? I, I honest to God, have only been playing FIFA. Um, I will say this is the most of a FIFA career mode I have ever played. I'm into my second full season, I think. Yeah, second or third, I don't know. Um, but it's definitely the most I've ever played of a FIFA career mode. It's really cool. Um, I'm enjoying it. I've put together quite a squad for Arsenal. Nice. <laughs> Doing much better than the actual Arsenal team is doing. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I don't really have a ton to talk about with it, but I'm having a great time with it. Um, I love the management parts yeah. of it. That's that's so fun to me. Like doing, you know, 
getting new players and contracts and scouting players and you know growing player stats and all that sort of stuff is so fun to me i love that have you ever Um, considered doing one of the football manager games i have it's way way too much oh okay yeah it's like crazy yeah can't wrap my head around it yeah it 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 takes a while i because i played a lot of east side hockey manager way back in the day and yeah it's uh you know it's a crusader kings 2 learning curve like i felt like i didn't i didn't learn everything about the game even 20 hours into Mm -hmm. it so i i think it's kind of the same yeah um one thing that's really cool uh about fifa that i can talk about so i i live by the university of virginia so i go to a lot of their soccer games and they lost the national title game this year so they had a really 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 good team um so they're losing four four or five starters um are going pro uh-huh. so three of them two of them got drafted in the mls draft another one signed with a team in norway and uh the three of them got added to fifa the other day oh that's awesome isn't that really cool like i yeah. i was like yards away from these guys watching them play soccer a few months ago but the one dude who got drafted by orlando when uva won the uh basketball title he was up on a telephone pole in a referee's uniform going crazy it was amazing what? how he's he's playing professional soccer now nice but uh yeah it's so cool i was i couldn't wait to get on there and like look at what, what they got rated and uh-huh. uh, i just think that's the coolest that is cool but yeah, that's really all I've been playing, Dan. Every time I sit down, I look at my other games and I think, I don't got it in me tonight. Yeah. And I just sit there and play FIFA and like... Gaming funk, right? Two hours goes by and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to bed. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. The ye old gaming funk, right? Yeah. This is a long one, though. Sure. I, you know what I need is a new game to come out that I'm really into. Yeah. Like a game of the year contender. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't even we're... have anything in my radar right now. No, there's not much coming out in the first, the first quarter, and even after that. Which is weird because the last few years, remember, like yeah. February was a pretty big month. Heavy hitters, yeah. Yeah. There's not much. There's a yeah. few like uh, Warcraft came out yesterday, or yeah, yesterday or two days ago. Now what is um, that? That's the Warcraft Three remaster. Um, I'm interested uh, in that. I'll probably get. I would it at be some interested point. in that. Yeah just pc right yep um so at some point i haven't played a pc game in a very long time yeah i just assume nothing runs on my computer because it's old gotcha (laughs) yeah i'm kind of starting to run into that a little bit with mine so i've been pricing up up pricing off upgrades Uh, at some point this year ideally before cyberpunk i would like to upgrade because um yeah I'm Speaking of, my idiot. wife has to get a lap, a new laptop for school, uh-huh. so I'll probably be asking you about that. Yeah, absolutely. And we determined Chromebook was no good, right? Because yes, it's got to be Windows or that's what Apple. she has. Yeah, that's like it's something with a security, security system yeah. isn't good enough. I don't know. It's because you have probably have to run. They probably have certain software that will only has run, to run on. Windows. Yeah, Windows or, or Apple. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I'm assuming most of the kids have a Mac. Yeah, probably. That they got from their rich mommies and daddies. Oh my god, Dan. You have no idea these UVA kids. Yeah, I can't do the I can't do the can't afford the Mac stuff. It's too expensive for being as underpowered as it is. Yeah. Um anything else? 
No, that's no. all I played. All right, uh, I I'm still like juggling a lot of games. Uh, I've, I unfortunately started up. Uh, what was it? Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions again on on. I saw mobile. that on your uh, yeah Instagram. Oh God. <laughs> there's been articles published about it because it's like the 22nd anniversary of it or whatever. I'm like, God dang it. I'm, I'm going to try to not download it, but I know I'm going to download it. Cause you know, phone game time is like also switch time for me. Cause I, like, I don't leave the house all that often. Uh, and if I'm in the position to play a game on my phone, I'm also in the position to play a game on my switch, which I would rather do. I've got a bunch of games on there. I need to finish. Um, but yeah, I downloaded Final Fantasy Tactics, and it's just it runs so well on the on the phone. They did a nice job uh, updating the interface so that it works with touch touch controls. So cool. Yeah, I mean, if if anyone's into ta- final, uh, tactical RPGs that hasn't played it, it's on Android and iOS. I think it's like I want to say it's like fourteen dollars, but they those games go on sale all the time, and it's it's definitely worth it because it it's an excellent game. I even liked that one. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, there's a few battles that you want to know about going going into them because if you don't, you can lock yourself from progressing any further, which sucks. And that's why I wasn't able to beat the game for so long because I kept getting to those spots, and I wouldn't come back to it for years. So I I didn't remember where those spots were when I went back to play, or they snuck up on me faster than I would have thought. So. Be aware of those, too, if you're going to play. Um, and then the other thing I played, uh, and unfortunately I only played about an hour and a half of, was Temtem. Uh, Temtem I got on Steam. That is, of course, the Pokemon-esque RPG. It is... Uh, I was actually surprised by how polished it was, because it's early access. It's not fully launched yet. Um, but the little bit that I played, it, was, it ran smoothly. It ran great. Uh, all the menus were very well fleshed out. Um, so you're, the story seems similar. It's you, you know, you get woken up by whoever you, I don't know if it's your mom or your aunt or whatever, uh, wakes you up in the morning. It's, uh, it's your like adventure day. So you go out, you go to the professor, the professor hooks you up with a, a temtem. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's like that, uh, Zelda ripoff was yes, ocean horn. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes no bones about the fact that it's ripped yeah. off from a Nintendo property. Um, but I mean, it's cool. Like all the battles are, are two V two. So there's a little, a little more strategy involved than, than Pokemon. Uh, so anytime you fight a trainer, even when you encounter wild Pokemon, a lot of times it's two V two, not Pokemon Temtem. Uh, a couple of differences, like I said, I've only played about an hour and a half. Um, but it was the same way. Like when you go into the grass, that's where you encounter Temtem or via fishing, or if you're in the water, um, the differences are they're not kept in Pokeballs. They're kept in, it looks like, like a floppy disk. So it's, you know, that's the, the Pokeball in the game, mm-hmm. but it's really fun. I haven't had a chance to interact with any of the other characters in the game. And I don't know, like to what extent the MMORPG elements come into play. Yeah. I haven't played enough. Um, I, like I said, I would like to do an episode on it within the next week or two, uh, if I can get some more time with it, but yeah, I mean, if you're interested in it, it's, it's pretty good. I was surprised at the, the the quality of it uh have you seen other people title. liking it yes there's definitely uh so so a lot of so a couple of the big streamers have been playing it so uh hmm. ninja has been playing it on his stream um 
Tim the Tatman has been playing on his stream. So there is that element of it was really so popular, like it crashed a bunch when it first launched because they couldn't couldn't keep up with the server load. So um but outside of that, like it's not really a thing on 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 the people I follow on Instagram. So I'd say it's probably mainly a, like a streamer streamer thing for now. Um, I can imagine it'll get more popular as it gets closer to release date, actual yeah. full on release date. So, but yeah, I like it. It's fun. Cool. Um, outside of that, I mean, I played more Fortnite. I'm level two hundred and I think I'm almost level two hundred and thirty. Dang. Yeah. I've been tempted to fire it up again. If you do let me know, I'll try my best to, yeah. to join you. Um, Vito's been asking me to play. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. Like, I just, it's so fun. Yeah, it's God fun. damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's that. A uh, lot of, lot of Mario Party with the kids. Not as much Smash, although the, cause, um, we did our birth announcement was a, was a Smash Brothers thing that my wife posted on social media. Uh, so when I was making that, the kids wanted to play Smash because, you know, once you hear the theme song, you're like, oh, I want to play, play Smash Brothers. <laughs> I haven't played that in a while. I, I That's another one I always think about. Yeah. Playing and I'm playing FIFA. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Outer, War- Outer Worlds I'm still working on. I hate having... I, I read an article... Or uh, I think it was a tweet by one of the Kotaku writers. He's like, "Yeah, I started only playing one game at a time." And I'm like, "That's probably what I should do: it's just finishing idea. something before you start something else, or giving it up if you're not going to finish it. Just give it up, yeah. you know, and, and not play it anymore, and not juggle so many games because that, like, I have a lot of games I'm juggling, and it's it's frustrating. And I keep adding to it, like, you know, it's yeah, first world problems. I know. I but, usually give up. Yeah, on the old one." Um, and off yeah, I go. and just play play the newer one. But ones. I don't I don't like that feeling either, though. Yeah, having I probably have eight games that I'm like working through right now. Yeah, like I never went back to Star Wars after we did the episode. Yeah, I was committed to beating that game. <laughs> I really was. And then the holidays happened, right? Or was it right after the holidays when it came out? I don't know. I've... I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember either. Anyway, okay. Um, that's all I have for what I played. I will check and see if we had feedback. As far as I know, we didn't have feedback last time I checked. So let's refresh the page here. It doesn't look like we have feedback. So, um, okay. Uh, so yeah, I did actually get caught up on the game giveaway last week too. I sent out the games after we finished the episode, um, I'm still planning on com- compiling the list or uh, condensing the list a little bit. Uh, you know, I just, when I'm not doing the podcast, that sort of stuff is like just out of my brain, mm-hmm. you know? I hear you. So, but I did get caught up and sent all the games. Um, upcoming episodes, like I said, I want to do an episode about Temtem, hopefully within the next week or two. I do want to at least have like five to ten hours played on it before we do an episode on it. Just, and it would be like, it wouldn't be a definitive like review episode. It would be like early impressions of Temtem. Because um, I don't know how much they're going to add to the game as it as it gets closer to being out of early access. I yeah. don't know if it's a complete product yet and they're just doing bug testing or if they're adding like more like more elements uh they have a because it was uh 
it was um a Kickstarter game, which I didn't realize until after. So I don't like I never looked into their Kickstarter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do plan on playing some more of that. So uh, outside of that, uh, you know, we're gonna play it by ear. There's not a ton of games coming out early this year, so. Uh, it'll probably be a lot of this type of episode, more discussion-based stuff instead of review-based stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's everything I've got. You got anything else you want to add, Eric? No, well, right. that'd be it for me. All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining me. Yeah, of um, course. That'll do it for episode 442 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Watch it.